The following episode was recorded live on YouTube. Check out our website at messagecenter.show for all of our episodes. Welcome, everyone, to this week's jam-packed episode of the 365 Message Center Show. This is episode 244, and we have quite a few messages and updates. But first, as always, we want to make sure that you're following us on all the socials. We are 365MCS on Twitter, Insta, LinkedIn, TikTok. And TikTok now. Whoa. Yeah. Hey, Dad, are you making a TikTok? <laughs> so uh, we also, can you just give us a thumbs up? Wherever you're seeing this video or hearing this audio, give us a like and give us a share. Um, I've asked a couple times and I'm a little disappointed uh, in our audience. We, we have several hundred across the audio and video that listen to us. Um, I'm a bit disappointed in the amounts of shares. Just take the link of this thing and share it on Twitter Insta, You're not discussing ratios, are you? No, there's terrible. No, I'm not talking about ratios. I'm just talking about hey, let's join in the fun and have a great chat room. Anyway, <sighs> I'll stop fussing now. Please no, uh, it, give us a fine. share. It's fine. Look, uh, th- yeah, thank you, Evan, for joining us. Yes, this, uh, thank you so uh, much. Uh, Jam pack show um, because, well, you know what we should have talked about pre-live was your around the u.s in 80 days or was it 80 hours i forget you took a long time to get home from i didn't want to talk about it okay. honestly so P- ptsd that's probably why we didn't yes <laughs> I, I, well i don't want to minimize real ptsd but no um, no no it was it was um traumatic for me you know um i was stuck on the west coast of the u.s for a couple of days mm. several uh, canceled flights and all that kind of stuff so it was it was interesting for me, and, and it reminds me that I have not yet uh, filed for reimbursement from the airline, so I need to do that today. Uh, my job is done. Thank you. Excellent. Hey, uh, let's let's move on to our first message. Let's uh, do which... it. And, you know, I think you should coach us up a little bit, Daryl, on uh, presenting. Yeah. Speaking. No, I, I – Oh, look, I can get all the, all the help I can get, really. Uh, speaker coach within Microsoft Teams meetings, MC394785. Uh, it, it's our headline uh, for the episode, but I thought it would be an interesting one just to take a closer look. Uh, well, Daniel, have you tried presenter coach within PowerPoint? I have, and it fussed at me a lot. <laughs> That's why I haven't tried it. I'm a bit afraid that it will fuss at me a lot. Um, yeah, great, great feature of PowerPoint where you can turn on speaker coach and get all kinds of advice, like slowing down your speech. Um, if you're repeating words, if your tone is monotonous all the time and very boring, uh, there's also something um, where you can even turn it on and it checks to see whether you're engaging people with the camera, which definitely has become an important thing when you're presenting online. But these sorts of um, goodies are now going to be available within a Teams meeting that you can turn it on. And they've, uh, in, in the language here of the message, they're definitely trying to say that, don't worry, these this advice that you're seeing popping up is um, just for you. Uh, I will just try and show this in a full screen because it's worth seeing. Uh, so for those on the podcast, what I'm doing is we're showing a screenshot of the in the meeting experience of getting speaker coaching. Uh, your 
coaching will appear in the middle, top middle of the screen. So this is where your webcam might be if it's built into your laptop or if you've put your webcam there. So that way you can have eye contact, but you can get some of that advice just below the camera. Uh, and one of the, the ones that like it's, it's shown on screen is slow down a bit. But another useful one in a meeting is uh, it will tell you who you may have interrupted. And the interesting thing about this feature is it's not just for people who are presenting, uh, but also you can turn it on just to give yourself a bit of confidence and participating in meetings. And a feature like that where you might have interrupted someone could be good advice. What do you think, Daniel? Indeed, I, I think so. Uh, and helping the discord of of the conversation that's going and helping uh people to be able to celebrate what people's ideas but also mm. making sure that we're giving an opportunity for other voices to be heard and also making it clear when we're speaking right and if we're speaking too fast uh, it sometimes can make it to where people don't have time to process what we just said before we move on to the next thing and and uh, that can help with communication mm. you get this great little report at the end too um and that's directly within teams it's attached as a, ooh, as a tab within the meeting a speaker coach tab and you know, this is personal private advice for yourself so it's not the rest of your team going to see it but you can you can see that there and you got to switch there to start it automatically within meetings um but yeah, so Sandy, you know, I would probably be dinged on the interruption thing a lot. Uh, I think I would be too. Um, so don't worry, you're, you're not going to be the only guilty one there. I'd also be worried about getting too much advice, and then I'd be giving more attention to the advice than the camera. <laughs> well, I've um, been kind of dis distracted, Daryl, with, uh, I don't know if distracted is the right word, but things, you know, with chat bubble showing up there. Yeah, that's going on in the chat as well as you have five minutes left. I mean, that's kind of a good distraction to help you uh, wrap up your meeting. But um, just some more messages there. Uh, so I think more we just need to start paying attention to that um, mm. uh, more. Yeah. And yeah. with that, I'll wrap up the message just saying mm -hmm. that it is a uh, it's rolling out early July, expected to be complete late July. Um, mm -hmm. Moving on to, um, well, this next message is, is conditional on certain things. Ah, Microsoft lists calendar view conditional formatting, MC394263. And, you know, that could have said also SharePoint Modern, right? Calendar view conditional formatting, because that's what, what this is. Uh, this is going to allow you to go into the format for the current view and have conditional formatting, just like you can on Microsoft list columns uh, for other list types in the calendar view and have it conditional formatting for those items that are going to show up on the calendar. This is going to roll out standard release mid-June, so last week-ish, <laughs> and expected to be completed by end of June, so now-ish. Uh, so you should be able to, most people should be able to see this in Microsoft List calendar view right now. So you're going to be able to create rules for the field um, and, uh, you know, be able to um, uh, manage those rules in, in that setting. So I would highly suggest if you're using calendar views in your organization, 
Um, and th there are some organizations that really use calendar views a lot or did back in the classic calendar uh, SharePoint days when you could do some of this um, formatting, you could add di a, uh, different calendars in one view and they would be color coded. Um, this is bringing that functionality really uh, to the modern experience in Microsoft List Calendar View. So uh, what do you think? Have you, do you use calendars in SharePoint and uh, Microsoft List, Daryl, a lot? Um, uh, is it just Very rarely, very rarely, yeah. Um, but I, I can see how conditional formatting will help to draw attention to certain types of events, uh, you know, trying yeah, to I think at a glance. Exactly. I think it helps at a glance to see what's going on. Um, this could, if you do have a calendar uh, for, um, you know, educational events in your organization or, you know, an internet calendar, you know, mm. that shows a calendar for your whole organization, you could have conditional formatting on what type of event that's coming up. Um, so I think it's uh, helpful. Um, love to hear how, what those in our chat room think. We've got quite a few here. Um, um, so Pete actually asks if uh, items will automatically inherit the choice option formatting. That is a really good question, Pete. Uh, I don't think it will uh, for, uh, if, if you're asking if, you know, in one view, if you have formatting, if I have a calendar view, will it pick that up? I don't think it will, but I would love to see you try and, and um, ping us on, on social with your results. That would be awesome. So, um, the great so social. yeah, that's, that's out now. The Our social is 365MCS, by the way. For this. Ah. Uh, right. Let's, um. let's keep with a modern theme, will you? Well, yeah, and this we used to have a section in the show called Quick Mentions. Now we just interleave it. This is definitely a quick mention, but a worthy one. Um, Microsoft Modern Meetings and Calls on Teams Web Clients, MC393821. Um, so it is about equalizing or getting the web client experience closer in a Teams meeting. Uh, and just to say, like, again, I'll just throw up a quick screenshot. Whoa, this is a small one. Huh. Um, not too helpful there. But, uh, you know, the, the bar that we had that would pop up over the, the top of a, the, a meeting and you could use it to control um, audio and sharing and things like that, um, that is now being shifted up to the top of the screen to be the same as the uh, team's desktop experience uh, and, uh, you know, just a few other things around the, the layouts too, that will be available, those dynamic layouts. So there'll be a few there that are available within the web client. Um, not the full experience, not the same, not identical because there are some smarts that happen in the team's client on your desktop, uh, but it's good to have some consistency, certainly helpful for uh, people uh, who support this experience and would like to try and, um, you know, make it uh, a way of working together. Uh, so this is rolling out mid-June complete uh, in early July. Remember, some of these messages are uh, two weeks old because we missed a show last week. So uh, we can't ping them and say, hey, man, you, you gave us a late notice and this thing arrived and we didn't get any any ability to, we didn't get to say the, the change manager's um, uh, serenity prayer. No, that's terrible. 
Uh, yeah, well, we'll, we'll come back to that. Um, but yeah, moving on. We've got. Um, yeah, no, you, you take it. I, I can't well, come up with anything. You could Segways have said, are not my thing. We've got some improvements. Ah, true. Mark? True, true. Um, this one is improvements to SharePoint pages authoring column reflow and RSS connector web part. MC393823. I think some of this is improvement, but others might see it as not. Uh, so this one is, it's a, I don't know, four parter, I think. Um, so they kind of crammed mm. all this together. This is a targeted release rolling out uh, late June. So now-ish uh, through late um, and will be completed in late June. So now-ish um, and then standard release early July. Um, with a completion mid-July. So uh, first up is changes to two columns reflow. Um, I, I'm fairly confused on this one. So Daryl, maybe you can fill us in. I'll, I'll keep moving yeah. and then we can come back to it. But um, the second one I actually like a lot. This is taking the vertical section. So if you have a SharePoint page, you can have a vertical section that goes full length of the page and has uh, web parts you know, that you can put on there. Um, Previously, when you were on a mobile or you shrunk the size, it moved it to the bottom. And so it kind of said, well, everything else is going to start off and then the vertical will be at the bottom. Sometimes, though, that vertical stuff is what you want to emphasize on your page. So you would want to, you know, have it at the top. So this is going to allow you to do that top or bottom and configure that. Um, more room for page editing. In Microsoft Teams, so when you're editing a page in SharePoint, uh, having that edit experience be full page, be that mm. full screen experience, I love it. We don't need the other stuff going on while we're editing the page, so I really like that. Now, um, I will say, I don't agree with that first sentence. Maybe I'm wrong here. It could be that I'm not keeping up with change very well, but it says, last year we enabled the ability to author SharePoint pages directly in Teams. Shouldn't that be edit SharePoint mm. pages in Teams? Because we can't create still SharePoint pages in Teams, right? Where am mm, I? Yeah, uh, well, no, I haven't seen that. Yeah, because yeah, so, it's, it's framed around the page. We don't get yeah, the, the bar right. with um, all the tools. I'm just making sure I'm, I wasn't imagining things. Maybe those in the chat room can uh, you know, Correct you. tell me, hey, Daniel, you're totally wrong. Of course you can do that. And that's great. We're here as a community to help each other. Um, so <clears throat> anyway, I like the full screen experience to be able to, to edit. That's great because there's just so much going on in Teams anyway, mm. you know, that we're in this space already That's that's got a top and a, and a sidebar. You know, when you full screen, it should put you into a do not disturb mode. Oh, that would be kind of cool. Awesome. Yeah. That I'm authoring. So, Leave me alone. Yes. That would be so amazing. Not, not a busy, but do not disturb. That would be great. Uh, and then lastly is the changes to the RSS connector. Now, this mm. is the one where I'm like, I don't know if this is an improvement. Um, basically, they're saying they're going to limit you to having um, a limit of 10 items that are going to show from an RSS feed. Um, mm -hmm. I, I actually think it's okay. I, I, I think you show more than that. It's, it's really too busy anyway, but it's... It's taking away from the experience rather than giving you more stuff. So uh, that's why I was like improvements, because some may say this as is not an improvement. Mm. 
Um, hey, back to that um, yes, two-column reflow. That's yes. just when you're using a two-column section and yep. you might want to text your way through and it reflows to the top and over to the side. So I think it's just about authoring content and making it reflow, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. The, the confusing part to me was, um, does it, I've never, in my mind, I didn't think it worked this way. It says that um, when you, when your screens were larger, mm. it would collapse it to, to a single column. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Or is it smaller? The, anyway, that's where I was getting confused. But just um, I would like to see, you know, those in again, we can go back to the chat and go back to, on social if or comments after the show. If if you have thoughts on this, would love to hear from you. Um, so this should be rolling out now um, for us to in the t targeted release. You should probably have it now. And then standard will be coming very very soon hmm. um let's talk about let's well these let's are quick fire section. ones aren't they what's that these are quick fire ones really yes let's talk about e-signatures yep yeah uh this ability to be able to sign things off uh, and uh send through contracts and agreements and all sorts of stuff um, the depending on what provider you have chosen um this has been something you can bring into the team's experience. Uh, in these next few, it's all about uh, e-signatures and approvals. Uh, but in this case, it's fully embedded within Teams so that you can go through the whole process of uh, of signing, agreeing, creating, as, as Daniel will say. Uh, maybe I've just taken the thunder out of your message. <laughs> but um, not having to go to this third-party experience that it's been brought in for you into Teams so you can just get on with it. Uh, so that is rolling out to yeah uh, late June and uh, fully rolled out by late July. Uh, mm -hmm. A one that comes to mind, I think, is the Adobe eSign, but I think DocuSign might be in there as well. Um, Daniel, tell us about the other two because they're kind of yeah the same thing, all in the same picture. Well, kinda. It's so uh, the first one is e-signature approvals on mobile create requests. This is MC392292. And then the next one is e-signature approvals on mobile view and take action, mm. MC392293. So just as you explained, in the approvals app, being able to view, so be able to create requests on mobile, which is nice. Uh, I, I love having functionality on mobile so I don't, I'm not tied to my laptop or my desktop. So being able to create those requests and then also view and take action on requests um, in in walking through those processes. Mm. So this will help, I believe, in a lot of those frontline type of experiences, whether it's retail or service industry, even manufacturing uh, can help with um, sign off on things that are happening uh, on the floor uh, where at, you, know, you may be mobile. Uh, so I think this could most certainly help with that, but also could help with anyone. Uh, I, you know, the, the, the famous, well, or infamous, I don't know, uh, the story I tell about e-signatures and being mobile is I, I had to sign something um, in the old school days uh, in an airport on my phone. I had to, you know, pull it up and sign it with my finger on my little bitty device and, and do it. It wasn't great experience. Um, 
but I had to at that moment, right before I boarded a plane, there was no, um, it needed to be done immediately. And I think of those kind of experiences that this could help with really quick, get it done uh, mm. on your mobile um, it would be very helpful. Don't you think? Um, bringing yeah. That, uh, I, I'm, not, I'm trying to imagine the creation experience that you're not going to get the elaborate uh, sign here, here, and here and fill this out experience. It's more about here's the item that I want you to approve. Uh, so that I would believe is the creation experience and then the view and take action, um, uh, similar kind of thing. It is some of it being driven by you know, like a workflow in the background, but yeah, um, good to indeed. see. Yes, uh, indeed. Hey, this one, Daniel, this one is, uh, more of a, oops, we let something out again and now we're telling you about it. Um, this is updates to the, well, updates in Microsoft Teams allows users to create, submit, and review employee updates. If that's not a confusing title, then I'll um, eat my hat. Whoa. I've got a few hats over there. Um, it, it, is, it is confusing because it is talking about the updates app, which an app that you can use to share updates with people within your team, with uh, managers and the like. Uh, and that was released and just appeared in our experience and the messaging, uh, it was a messaging app and um, its default was on. Uh, our team are using it now as a, just trialing it to see as a way of replacing standups. Um, but it is, um, it, it's interesting. It's using forms and uh, Power Automate, I think, in the background so that you can create a form and say, this is what I want everyone to, to fill out, you know, required and uh, not required fields and who who's allowed to review it and who's not allowed to review it um excuse me and whether they're scheduled and recurring but they're, they're kind of quite useful for um i think that the where they promoted it initially was in a uh, manufacturing frontline worker uh, blog post uh, but of course it's got other uses in other places too uh, so that has appeared um I created a video on it. If you want to sort of hunt that out, I'll drop it in the show notes or whatever. Um, but it's kind of useful. Daniel, have you tried out updates? I have not. So I'm looking forward to, to doing that. It's a good first run. I think there's still a few rough edges in the way that it works. Um, I had hoped that uh, I could create a an update and share it with all team members. Not necessarily everyone gets in, gets a notification, um, but be able to create awareness of, okay, this is what I'm up to this week, but it's actually a bit more involved than that. You've got to choose a reviewer for each person that you want to receive the update notification. So yeah, lots of fun, but, uh, I, take a closer look at that. Oh, I definitely will because, uh, managing a team and, and understanding what's going I, that sounds good for me. I, it'll yeah. Be fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'll take a look. Uh, well. Next Go up, with let's, let's switch, switch topics here. Did you see what I did there? I did. Viva Topics in Teams, MC391950. And you talked about a confusing title. This is a title of a message that basically, I mean, we could be done, right? Yep. Um, <laughs> they're bringing Viva Topics done. <laughs> um, so this is... What, what you hear 
they're bringing Viva Topics in teams, oh, rolling out public preview, yes, in uh, April, and will continue the rollout through June. So, um, mm. just now coming into the message center. Um, and then the completed the rollout uh, through late June to public preview. And then general availability will start in late June, so now-ish uh, through late July. And then GCC will uh, early July through late August. And this is going to be the ability, when you're in a chat message, to be able to tag, do the hashtag, and tag a topic. And select that topic um, so that when recipients see it, they will be then able to hover over it and be able to see the content just like you can in SharePoint, right? And in Outlook, web, you're going to be able to get that content. This is the continuation. I think Viva Topics is an amazing product and an amazing um, uh, knowledge gathering kind of device for an organization. Mm. Um, it has you know, the ability to gather knowledge manually. So as you, you know, want to build this out, this topic card, this topic page, but then also grabbing it from other places and uh, bring it into teams where people are working, right? Um, a very logical next step for mm -hmm. FIFA topics. Um, so I'm really looking forward to, we have this in our organization and I'm really oh, looking do. forward to start using it. Nice yeah. one. Yeah. We should, we should, uh, I mean, uh, whether or not you can talk about it, but it'd be interesting to have a discussion about um, the benefits to different sizes of organizations and, and where topics will, will be helpful. I think, yeah, just as a great knowledge gathering collection mechanism. Well, it's, um, if you don't consider the price, I think almost any organization can use it um, because any organization has information, documents, conversations going on that, um, is important to to uh, gather and connect. That's mm. the other thing, connecting information that may not look like it goes together, but it really should. Um, but, you know, you throw price in there and then you start talking about, well, okay, is this right for every organization and everything? But um, that's a conversation for another day. <laughs> the last conversation for this day is about search, uh, image search specifically. Yeah, image search within Microsoft Whiteboard. Bing image search. MC391951, the ability to search for a Bing image in a whiteboard and bring it in there. Boom. <laughs> um, you know, it's going to be useful for uh, getting inspiration during a, a meeting and maybe looking and hunting for something that generally fits what you're trying to talk about uh, maybe you, as you're preparing your whiteboard before a meeting that you could be hunting out and finding the right picture for something uh, nice to be able to do this within the board i think it's going to be more useful daniel for uh, for when you're using the board and it's just on that inspiration that you're looking for an image um, that you don't have to switch away from the whiteboard experience to find something in uh, um, Google search or something like that. Um, but this is a yeah, MC391951. Uh, it's going to be rolling out to the whiteboard web, Teams, and Windows app. It's a nice to see it all across the full experience. 
but you know that's the that's why they redeveloped the whiteboard app and they went back and they based it on Fluid. Is that whenever they make a change in one, it's available in all. Starting mid June, expected to be complete mid July. Uh, oh, there's a few things that you do need to do to prepare for this. Okay, no, no changes necessary, but they've got a list of things. Uh, <laughs> That's nice. Um, yeah, there's apparently like a policy uh, for. That's probably the the list of, of policy steps for turning it off if you don't want to use it. Yeah. But yeah, that is about it. Uh, I, I have been using whiteboard a bit more recently. Mm -hmm. uh, saw a good live stream of John Moore and uh, Andy Honeycutt going through the screen share annotations uh, using the whiteboard technology as well. So it's mm -hmm. good to see that um, beginning to arrive as well. And so whiteboard's been used uh, quite a bit more, among other things. Um, mm -hmm. So Daniel, tell us what sort of what sort of things should we be doing to make sure that we keep in touch with when the next show is scheduled? Yeah, for those on YouTube, make sure that you ring that bell. Um, as the oh, I can't remember who sang that song. Ring my bell. Okay, um, you should Tony ring the Collette. bell. And so, then it was remixed by Fresh Prince and Jazzy Jeff. Really? Oh yeah. I'm just a telephone call away. You can pick it up and call me any day. Never mind. Okay. We're talking about rap at the beginning of the show. Let's finish Let's on just the wrap. Wrap it up. Wrap it up. Way. Yep. Yes, everyone, make sure. Please go ahead and share right now. Take the URL of this video uh, and share it. If you're listening to audio, you can do the same. Take a, the URL and just share it out. Or There's a convenient share button below every video and every audio. Click the share button. Share it on team or um, Insta. Share it on Twitter. Share it and on teams. TikTok and Teams inside <laughs> your organization. Share it on Facebook, whatever. Uh, and make sure you tag us at 365MCS. We will help amplify you. And then also your message. Thank you so much uh, for doing that. And thank you everyone for joining. We we had a lot of messages, but I hope that we uh, gave some value and uh, covering these messages and telling you, giving you a little bit of a, maybe some inspiration on how to use this or um, maybe what you should be looking out for uh, when you use it. All right. Well, until next week, see you again. Bye for now. <laughs>